Hey now. Hey, what's up, guys? This is the Blue Collar Philosophers Podcast. I'm Kickstand. That's Biker Mike from Mars. And we are being joined by your brother-in-law tonight. Yes. Uh, do you want your name set on here? No, where you work? Like, care. where you live? Like, or... <laughs> yes. <laughs> just maybe just... Yeah, can yeah. we get your address and social <laughs> insurance number? Yeah. <laughs> yes, very, very helpful. brother-in-law. I know your credit's great. <laughs> my credit card is great. <laughs> <laughs> Greatly limited. <laughs> I hope. I hope it is. <laughs> hey, 50 bucks is 50 bucks. <laughs> I did see a key tag that said, uh, I'm not gay, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks. And I'm like, I want that from a bike. Really do. <laughs> My wife said no. Yes. I mean, that that's definitely the kind of sticker that belongs on a Honda. Yeah. <laughs> so one of my one of my buddies in uh, in Grand Prairie was out riding his bike the other day, and went to Tim Hortons, and there was these two guys there that uh, that were on their Harleys on these brand new street glides. They were a gay couple, and so he sat there shooting the shit with them for a bit, and and just instantaneously they were they were kind of like busting each other's balls, the sort of thing. And he's like, man, I thought you guys would be riding riding Hondas. You know, being being gay and all, and they they looked at me like, whoa, 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 we're not that gay. We like dicks. We don't ride Hondas. <laughs> Some gayer than gay, apparently. <laughs> You're gay. Uh, <laughs> seem, they seem like the kind of guys I could have a beer with. Yeah, yeah. What are we drinking tonight? <laughs> Bud Light. It was on sale. I don't know why. Actually, tonight we are drinking three different whiskeys. Yes, we're going yes. to. You see, we've been trying different whiskeys, and we're trying to figure out which one do we like most. Yeah, we, we don't. We, all, we, don't drink we always them in, we always come back to Bullet Bourbon. That's that's the staple in the pothole. Yes, it's just so friggin' good. It's it's just a great whiskey, but we haven't compared it side by side. We've never actually taken the time to drink one and then another to see which one do we actually like more. Because we just keep falling back to the well-priced, great flavor of bullet. And I, don't I wish feel... they paid us. Like, shit. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like yeah. They pay us. They pay us. I I feel like you're giving them like quite the the advertisement here. So bullet, if you want if you want more of this well, kind of we'll stroking, they like please just. Yeah, 50 if you bucks want is 50 bucks. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you want to sponsor us by sending us shit tons of bullet, we'll take it. <laughs> they might not after my next comment. I would say that I I like bullet, but I do find it on the sweet end. It is. It's actually very, I I don't know. It's a bit on the spicy side. Like it's got a little bit of ryeness to it. Yeah. So there there is a bit of a peppery pepperiness to it that I don't find in other in other bourbons. Like some of the other ones are more on that like sweet corn side of things. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't like it. That's the only that's All the right. only whiskey in my But house it's right not now. like it's not like insanely complex, but it's it's an easy one to think about like to drink without thinking about it. All right. So I was going to say let's work our way up. From my knowledge, price point bullet would be the cheaper of the three whiskeys that we have tonight. Okay. Well, let's. I just, imagine. Why don't we just start with our our wolves faithful? That's what I'm saying. Start with start with bullet, and then we'll go with the. We've got knob knob creek nine year old here. Yes. The the hunter proof. And what did you? What what's the third that one? That is you a bottle out? of Evan Williams. I have not heard of that one. Yeah. So what I'll, they say? I'll talk about it after the, the guy fact. With two first names. That's yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know who you're talking. You know who you we're talking know about. Who Marky, you are. Marky two names. Marky two. Names. <laughs> All right, so 
Let's grab a glass. All right. <sighs> Gentlemen, cheers. To evil. To getting ripped. <laughs> <laughs> Staying warm. Oof. Oh, that's so good. So you rode your motorcycle, so we were saying, I'm like, we, we don't have to get ripped tonight, but you know, you got to be warm and, and yeah, whiskey. This is officially the first podcast I've ridden my motorcycle to this year. That's right. I'm very happy about it, although it is still very cold. <laughs> so nippy. I don't know how you're... <laughs> I walked. Mm-hmm. You could probably ride back with them. I'll give you a skid lid. <laughs> just got to wear a paper bag, just gotta, too. You got to ride back with them. It's not a Honda. <laughs> right. It's not K if it's not a Honda. Oh, it's got to be a Suzuki. <laughs> I don't do. I was gonna say, are Hondas gayer than Suzuki? Why? Why does Honda get the like badge of of the gayestness? Because they honestly advertise them as the nice people's motorcycle. And That's, just, that is just, true. You can't do that. And Yamaha is the single best piano maker's motorcycle because they make both pianos and motorcycles. And guitars. And, and guitars. <laughs> so, yeah. They're, but so does Suzuki, doesn't it? They make pianos. They do. All those Japanese companies yeah. make everything. Mm-hmm. Mm. But right. Yamaha does it <clears throat> well. Yes. Well, I don't know. Their cruisers, they're so heavy in the corners. For, for the motorcycles, yeah, they're well-tuned, they're fine, but the cruisers are so heavy. They just The front end just feels like you want to drop it all the time. See, but e- I was more thinking, even when you are saying motorbikes, like I would, dirt bikes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Josh picked up a, what is it, a Yamaha, I want to say a YZ or Y, I don't know, some kind of uh, four-stroke, four, what is it, 450? Or something like that. It was it was a brand new. He can like change his gearing through his phone and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, it's Bluetooth. <laughs> wow, <laughs> on a that's dirt bike. On a dirt bike, changing gearing through your phone. Interesting. Yeah, you can or how, de- retune it or whatever. I don't know what the fuck you call it. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, Yamaha itself, like they do make good motorcycles. Yeah, I know their cruisers are not your thing, mm-hmm. with the exception of the Raider, freaking banger of a bike. Like they've yes. they've done some awesome ones: the Raider, the Warrior, and the V Max. The V Max. The V Max is a phenomenal bike. Yeah, I love their sport bikes are among the best. Yep, the, the R ones and uh, R sixes are they? Yeah, yeah. R six is a six hundred cc. In general, thousand. In general, I would say they're probably the cream of the crop when it comes to Japanese company motorcycles. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Suzuki, the thing is, the only thing Suzuki does well is their sport bike with the Hayabusa and the Jigsaw and all those. All those they make, okay, you know what they do? They make a good product once <laughs> and they ride that horse That's why for they a the intruder decade for what? or more. How long <laughs> did they then make the they intruder make a for? New one. Okay, the bike that I have outside? Yeah. They started producing that bike in 1980... 1988. No, 1987. 87. And mine is a 2005. Yep. The only thing that changed on it was an extra gear, and they, they uh, made the... <laughs> Went the, from a four-speed to a five-speed. Yeah, speed. and they, they made the signal lights look sleeker. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's the same bike. They definitely they, made their money off of that R&D. Yeah. Basically, the only thing I don't like about Suzuki is their um, environmentalist specialist, their flagship environmentalist. What? What? what David. Uh, David Suzuki. Suzuki. Oh. oh. <laughs> hey, it's David. a good segue into uh, our, into our like, topic. No, not yet. We got. 
Okay, <laughs> next one. Before you finish that one, so that you can all right tip her, tip back. Okay, knob. Yeah, toss it around. And this is a, a Knob Creek nine year. Yes. So this is fi- uh, this is a hundred proof. So fifty percent alcohol. Mm. I do frequent both of these. Yes. Oh, it's a good one. I can hear thumping upstairs. I can hear my kids just thumping around. <laughs> right away, it is way smoother. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because it's got that extra ten percent of booze I straight think in five. it. Mm-hmm. What is this here? I think it's 45. Oh, yeah, you're right. So that's extra, extra 5%. 5%. But it, it mm. is just nicer. I th- it, it's a yep. nicer whiskey to me instantaneously. Yeah. But I, I it is smoother, but the thing there's is, less flavor. Yeah. The, the, the bullet you can have with... This one you could cut with ice, but it almost seems unnecessary. Like... <clears throat> Okay, I'm, I'm tipping back to the other stuff here. Okay, so the bullet I'm finding is way brighter. Like, it's got more more of an upfront bright taste to it. A little bit spicier. This seems more, like, if you think of, like, rather than treble, it's got more of a base. Yeah, if you, you've, you taste it on the back end more. It's smoother, it's more caramely. I would say this actually has more flavor. The bullet or the, the knob. knob. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So far, I am fully on the knob side here. You're riding the knob. Riding the knob. Mm-hmm. Fifty bucks imagine. is fifty bucks. Fifty bucks is fifty bucks. <laughs> hey, whoever wants to pay us, that'll be the that will we will redo this episode. <laughs> we'll delete it from history, and we'll just be like, we're trying knob. That'd make actually a great. That'd make a great not. blue collar philosophers T-shirt. Just have you know the logo up front and on the back says fifty bucks is fifty bucks. <laughs> Do you want to sponsor blue collar philosophers? I I did see a, a, a troll co shirt or a hat today that said um, <laughs> blue collar bastard, and I'm like, oh, I want that hat. It's <laughs> mm, I like whiskey. All right, I got a little bit left in both of those. All right, so here is the Evan Williams. We really should have Glen Cairns for this, but we're cheap and what, very blue collar. What the fuck is a Glen Cairn? That is the little glasses that kind of like have oh, the, the the hourglass sort of shape to them. They kind of like yeah, funnel the, up to the top. They, they're for whiskey tasting because they they. Bring all the smells right to your nose as you're okay. sipping. Now this one I haven't had before. When's the wild turkey coming out? <laughs> hmm. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. I, almost, yeah. almost too. Mm. It's not bad. It's a little better up front. I thing thought. is, I got hit by nothing it's, immediately, like like a COVID nothing. All in the smell. It's the glass. No, even even the taste. The taste I got like it was it was like drinking water. On the oh, front, really? on the front end, it was like yeah. just. So I find the opposite. I think this has the best flavor. Right, right away. Oh, yeah. So this is. this one is the lowest proof of all these. This is at forty three percent by volume. 
So it's it's got less of that alcohol punch, and it's a little bit waterier, wa- more watery than the other two. Yeah. But it's got a very good flavor. It's a very kind of like corn, very sweet corn. Yep. We should get people to just send us bottles. Like, hey, you want us to try a whiskey? Now, I would say this is a fantastic deal because this is half the price of these other two bottles. Really? See, I didn't know what the price point was, but I... I, I know. Mean, I was purposely trying to avoid that. Uh, you're like, I think that was probably the most expensive. Like, nay, nay, I nay. thought you were going to put out or something. I'm like, oh, no, I, I wanted out. I wanted to test a, a more budget-friendly bourbon for us. I'm yeah, trying to I, do us a favor, okay? This one doesn't yeah. feel like it's doing much. Like I'm, like I said, it's <clears> it's very dull in yeah. front. Dull so in front. I, I checked out the prices while I was at the liquor store there picking up this bottle of Evans. Um, the knob... The sticker price was fifty-two bucks uh, here at the BC Liquor. Yeah, this one was forty-eight. Mm-hmm. That was twenty-six. And they're all similar sizes, so it's not yeah, like they're all they're all the same Mickey. Seven fifty. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, yeah, I, d- yeah. I, d- I don't feel like the Evans is doing anything for me. Okay. Honestly, like I actually don't mind the taste of it. Um, but I think you do get what you pay for. It just in in terms yeah. of like the complexities of the knob, right? With yeah, that, yeah. With that being the said, the knob is I, I to me is a hundred percent like it is a way better whiskey. That being said, like if you're going to have these over ice, where you're diluting or, it anyway, yeah, mixing it, hundred percent, I'd go for the Evan Williams. Oh yeah, if you're mixing, mixing or just just on ice because like yeah. on ice changes the flavor so much. Yeah, and like if you if you watch like I've watched quite <clears> a few whiskey guys, and they they will suggest that certain whiskeys certain bourbons, scotches, you actually add a little bit of water or you oh, yeah. put them on ice. Be- just because the flavor profile changes so much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it allows you, it allows one flavor to not overwhelm the senses to the point where you're going to catch other flavors that you otherwise yeah. wouldn't catch. But, yeah, but like not even a lot, even just a splash because yeah. because chemically it will change mm-hmm. the taste. You, you, yeah. you spray mist over top of the bottle, so it gives <laughs> you the idea of moisture. <laughs> You just you just drink it while Spring. looking. You just drink it while looking at a running faucet. That's, that's, that's enough water for me. The placebo effect. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm, as I'm drinking this, I'm like I'm imagining myself sitting on a covered front patio on a summer day with uh, with a cube of ice in it, just as a refreshing thing that you don't want to think too hard about. I think that's where this place is. I'd feed this to my children. That's how little it did to me. I'm like, there's nothing to it. Well, yeah, but we also didn't have that much. That's true, but I, even with what I did have, I'm like, it didn't. Maybe I got COVID. I don't know. The other two I tasted, but that one. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But it's funny, like, different whiskeys do that to people. Yeah. And there's some that I just don't care for. Yeah. But, like, for, for a bottle that is less expensive than Jack Daniels, I am thoroughly impressed. I haven't had Jack Daniels for like nine. It's garbage. Not a fan. <laughs> it's of such Jack garbage. It's it's. You know that's another one I've never bought in my life. I've mm-hmm. never bought Budweiser and I've never bought Jack Daniels for myself. See, yeah, I've never bought it for myself. I've picked it up for people. Like people are like, "Hey man, can you pick up a bottle of Jack for me?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure," but I've never gone out of my way. See, for me, I didn't think that I liked whiskey because i always had it like jack and coke or something mm-hmm. right? yeah and i was like oh because i i steered hard away from drinking pop right so then i just like oh, yeah, yeah i don't like whiskey and then i was like oh i started drinking it by itself 
Oh, oh yeah. That's actually it's quite, quite good. delicious. Right? Quite delicious. I, kn- I know some people, they'll have some and they mix it with every. Like they can't go straight and they start mixing and they it, things go buck wild. They go a little crazy. And I'm like, you need to drink it straight. It slows you down, one. Yep. Going right back between the Evans and the bourbon, like I honestly can't really tell the, the difference. Between the Evans, the, oh, the bullet or the oh, Yeah, top? sorry, the, the the bullet. Like just like I sipping can. sipping one like I can. and then I've, the other. I, I barely tasted the Evans at all. I got like nothing from it where I switched back to the bullet here. Yeah. It's just better. In See, my, like I really, t- I can taste it. It's got profile. It has depth. I'm like, okay. See, I right away thought the Evans had the most flavor up front. Yeah, I, I got. But it doesn't. It. it doesn't have the staying power. No. Like it doesn't linger. But I think that it has to do with the fact that it's lower proof than the other ones. Like especially the knob, like being that even that little bit higher proof, it coats the mouth. There's just a, there's more. There's more stuff going on there without that extra water in the in the whiskey. Oh yeah, for sure, I agree. <clears throat> yeah, but for me, so I you'd would... go second glass on the, you'd go second glass on the Evans. Yeah, I would have another one. I mean, like we have to finish that bottle. Like, oh yes, not, oh yeah, you're not getting drunk. No. <laughs> it's going to get drunk. Yeah, or but given the given the choice between these three bottles. Right now, like you got the money in your account, doesn't matter how much it costs. Oh, then I would you... get the knob. You just go straight for like you just go the knob. Yeah, you like right away. If money is no option, I'd go for the knob. I mean, and it's not even like they're super expensive. Like there's no. way more expensive bourbons yeah. there. But for the extra three dollars it costs over the bullet, hundred percent go for the knob. Mm-hmm. Like right. that one's literally three dollars more. I'm switching back to the knob to see if it's. a... Yeah, and like being, saying money is no option is kind of a weird thing too. Like I think you well, have to have I, your point. I mean. No, but, yeah, you just have to have your point of diminishing returns, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you have Lagavulin 12-year, like, yeah, that's great, but it's also $150 a bottle. So. Now, there was something you said a little while ago that was actually very interesting, not here, obviously, when we were talking about uh, price points. So we get cash work done once in a while because we work construction, we're with family and all this stuff, and you're like, oh, I'd like to, you know, buy a bottle of bourbon for somebody, and... Or I'd like to pay them, but they won't take the money. But they had a great point of, well, if I charge you, well, you're going to charge me for every time you work on my vehicle. And I'm like, oh, that's a really good point. So if I'm going to help you with your vehicle and not charge you because, hey, man, we're cool. And then turn around and be like, oh, I'm going to charge you for my, when your case, drywall work or mudding or whatever, like... He so you you have that. yes. He definitely charged me for that. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't a patch. <laughs> that, no. that was a job. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a difference between helping a buddy out and doing a job for a buddy. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Yeah. Like there's you also need oh, yes. to make that distinction. That's true. Yeah, but, but when it, but but family dynamic changes things, and I'm like, oh yeah, just get him a really good bottle of bourbon, like a four hundred, like whatever the cost it would have been to do this job. Get him bourbon, and you're like, no. Because if you don't have the flavor profile, you're not oh, going to yeah. appreciate. No, you, don't, you don't waste good bourbon <laughs> or good scotch on people that only kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it wasn't even that. I just think that there's there's a price point, and I think my point of diminishing returns is about $80 Canadian yeah. NBC per yeah. bottle, where mm-hmm. above that, I don't even think it's worth. I would rather get them 
three or four bottles of of something around seventy eighty dollars yeah. instead yeah. of a uh, that's I I, I, I agree I with see, that that is a great point. I see your point yeah there there is a, there is a point where it's kind of like all right this anything past this dollar number is not worth the extra dollars you're spending on it. Like it's either... Unless you're an aficionado, like somebody who really knows whiskey, like you're really, really, yeah. like that's a there's, passion of yours. There's only one. There's I, So f- for me, when it comes to scotch in BC, like my sweet spot f- is probably the nine, the 80 to $90 range. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, what is it? Lafroy quarter cask is my... That's my all time. Like that's that's, that's one of my favorite, scotch. my favorite scotches. Yeah. But if I am going to be spendy, there is one bottle that I will go above that that thing for. That's Arbor Lure Abenda. Oh yeah. Yep. That one to me is worth the premium, and yep. that's like a hundred and sixty dollar bottle of 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 scotch. That's yeah. that's the one where I'm like, this is worth the premium. This is a special occasion. This and is a tell when, nobody. And and when I drink it, I'm like, I taste that money. <laughs> and and not it it's hurts. not a, it's not in my head. Like it's literally in the flavor profile. Yep. You're not you're not doing tasting and putting like it's, that last. it's a it's a wonderful bottle of, of scotch. Hmm. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah, I think if you're buying, especially if you know yourself what you like, yeah. if you're going to buy it for somebody else. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, I, I've had a bottle of uh, Johnny Walker Blue, which is like a $200 bottle of. Waste of money. Yeah, a $200 is, waste of money. That's a bullshit bottle of scotch right I'm, there. I'm, it's it's like, good. Screw that it's noise. It's fine. But is it $200 fine? No. No, it's $70 fine. Yeah, it's like, it's it's a, it's, it's okay. It's good. I'd, it I'd buy it yeah, if no, it were on sale yeah. for like a third of the price. I don't know. Yeah. I would not spend what they're asking. For a blended scotch, not even a like a single malt. It's not. It's a blended scotch, which is fine, but don't price mark it the way that they did. But I mean, every I mean, every industry's got its like premium brand names, right? They yeah. they spend lots of money on advertising, and then they have certain model like mo- not models, but uh, Im- imprints and of their brand that they market to high end people, like to to create the illusion of illustriousness, but it's yeah. just, it's not worth it. You're walking around with a badge. A Have you ever had Johnny blue. Walker Blue? I've never had the blue. I've had black, but yeah, it's I, fine. It's one of those things. Yeah, I just for I pre- me, I prefer I, bullet over it. I I might try it somewhere. Right, if I'm if I was at a restaurant or something, yeah. I'd give it a try, but. I'm not going to buy a bottle to try. No. That's that's where I'm yeah. at. Right? Well, the one I tried was a friend of mine got it bought for him, and he's like, a client bought this for me. So he, he does business. He's good at what he does, and the client wanted to appreciate him, so he bought him a bottle of uh, Johnny Walker Blue, which is, it's a it's a badge. It's a, I bought, I spent the extra money and got you the blue. But what, and he's like, oh, you want to try it? And I'm like, oh, it's good. It is good. Would I buy it for myself for that price? No. But yeah. it, it is good. I'm not trying to downplay how good it is, but it's not worth I am. that price. I'll call, it, I'll call it a garbage bottle of liquor. <laughs> <laughs> I. Yeah. It's fine. It's okay. No. and No, it's not fine. It's fine if it's priced right. Oh, yeah. Not being priced how, right. How much would you pay for that bottle the way that it is? For Johnny Walker Blue? 60 yeah, I'd, I'd go a little above that, but not much more. 
No, I would way rather a Glenfiddich 12 or 15 oh, yeah. or a Bowmore or Lagavulin. Like, it's just any, name a scotch, and I'm likely to pick it over. Yeah. So, yeah. That's fair. That is fair. Sorry, I, I'm worked up. You're just getting, Fuck Johnny Walker. Fuck Johnny Walker. Unless they want to pay us. Unless, <laughs> unless you're just a listener and your name happens to be Johnny Walker. And then I did well, know a Greg Walker. <laughs> yeah. He was in a wheelchair. It was great. <laughs> oh, Mr. Walker. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> so we knew this guy, and he was in a wheelchair, and his name was Walker. I'm like, how's that go? He's his, like, hilarious. His road name was Wheels. His road name was Wheels. And somebody made fun of him. It's like, oh, we're all going to go for a walk <clears> on the <throat> beach. Well, most of us. And nobody laughed. And they all, he's like, you know, because it's like, no, we get it. We get it. Because he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> so they laughed at my joke, yeah. making fun of the guy making it. I love those guys to death. <laughs> Craig, if you're, if you're listening, I'm sorry for what I'm about to say, but I totally use you as a punchline for a joke. <laughs> Behind your back, but I know you have a sense of humor. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> So he rides one of those uh, stri- strikers. It's spider. Or, uh, yeah, uh, um, Can-Am spiders. Yeah, the spider. That's what it is. Can-Am oh, yeah. spider. Kind of like the snowmobile. The, the snowmobile yeah. of the road. The the yeah. snowmobile with a birth defect. <laughs> and so uh, I was hanging out with some clubbers uh, from various other clubs. Uh, we were at a at a bike shop, and somebody had uh, brought in a spider, and one of the guys there was like. It's like, don't tell anybody, but I kind of want to give one of those a try. They look like they can go. The other guys, you know, talking shit about it because it's a three-wheel thing and not a real motorcycle, which it's not, but yeah, that's beside the point. And so I was like, oh, man, I knew one of those guys, somebody who who, who rides that. Like, ride, rides it pretty hard. It's like, apparently you got to be careful because, like, they can hydroplane, they can hydroplane in, uh, in water pretty bad. It's like, so my buddy... He was riding it, hydroplaned in in uh, in on the highway in Pennsylvania. Yeah, something like that. And he just he wound up like getting to a horrific wreck, and it was it was a very bad wreck. Like, yeah, that thing was totaled. He he, he, well, he was in the hospital, and I was like, yeah, man. And he never walked again. And the guy was like, oh man, I'm so sorry. It was like, ah, it's okay. He couldn't walk before either. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're fucking dark. <laughs> It's because we know. It. Would I make that a joke? Uh, would you make that? I would. I would hundred percent make that joke to to. Oh yeah, but face. would you make it if he like did become crippled afterwards? Like he was walking fine. He's like, oh, he deserves to be on. That spider, wouldn't be funny. Yeah, no, no it wouldn't be yeah. funny. That takes that. There wouldn't be a joke there. <laughs> the whole joke is that he. I know, crippled. and that that's so. Then how could he make that joke? That's right. But but it's like oh, it's it's a joke. Yeah, it's great. It's fine. And if anyone gets offended. He would laugh. Yes, he would. Yeah, Greg would laugh. He, oh. All right. Well, we've we've had our whiskeys. We've we've hashed out mm. what we like and how Mike's wrong. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm right. You can you can add more to your glass if you like. Yes. Now now yeah. you can have whatever you feel like. Good phase two. So yeah, we wanted to do this whiskey comparison, but then we wanted to talk about Bud Light and the outrage over oh, their beer cans. So much rage. Are you mad? Honestly, I've kind of been disconnected from it. I, I've only recently <laughs> been aware of what's happening because I don't drink beer that often. You don't drink and when I do, water? And when I do, I drink really pretentious beer. Yes, you microbrews and uh, just very hoity, very hoppy. Yes. Your first beer was a Guinness, so you're just fucking bragging. 
<laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, how do you feel about Bud Light? Pro- what? Okay, here's Wait, a good okay. question. As, a, as you... a beer, it's just That's exactly swill. what I was going to say. It's... How did you feel about it before the huge controversy? 100% indifferent. It's, yeah. just, it's just a non-entity to me. It's one of those things, if it's hot out. I wouldn't even drink cold. it. I, I wouldn't. It's, a, it's, it's piss water. I did not. I, would I ever buy one? I've oh, no. never paid for a single. If somebody's like offered me beer, it was Bud Light, and it was a hot day. Yeah, it's cold. See, I drink one over an IPA, and I know you're a huge IPA guy. Not anymore. Oh, I've I've I've, I've graduated to yes. He's water. he's shed his plaid and yeah yeah and renounced his love of IPAs. <laughs> Shaved my beard, <laughs> but you're now fifteen so, percent less hipster. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I, I don't drink much beer anyways, but, um, yeah, same thing. It's just like, yeah. yeah so you were indifferent. Yeah. So apart from the beer, it's basically the agenda pushing is yeah. what is. Well, there's a lot of people getting very outraged right now. Now, I have a theory. Okay, let's just say what's happening. Just in case somebody 10 years down the road listens to this and be like, oh, what's going on with that? Uh, so they put a uh, trans female, which means a man who believes he is a female on the can as a product as a product spokesperson, spokesperson like sponsor, Michael Jordan on Wheaties uh, Michael Jordan on Wheaties or Nike or whatever like they use yeah, him yeah. as okay. a as a hey look at us so what the problem is um the real problem here here's my my theory of what the problem actually is i say or I used to say a lot, if you drink light beer, you're probably gay. And so I said that. It was, it was a joke. It was a joke in passing. I'm like, oh, I could have a beer, but I'm a man. Or I could have a light beer, but I'm a man, and I'm going to have a real beer. And people who drink light beer would say, I'm not gay. But in the back of their mind, they're going to remember that joke. And so what happens is, now Bud Light has affirmed my joke and everyone has gotten very mad about it to the point of grabbing a machine gun and shooting at it and being like, I'm not gay. Oh, I saw that. Uh, it was a Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock did it. Yeah. And there's a lot of people pulling it from their venues. They're pull- they've lost billions of dollars of revenue based on that alone. Like there are a lot of people really putting their money where their mouth is saying, this is not cool. With that being said... I am offended on behalf of gay people because they do not believe that a gay person can have or enjoy a full body beer because the only beer sponsored by a gay person or a trans person in this case, maybe he's not gay. He might be just trans, but the only people who can really enjoy a, 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 the only beer they'll enjoy is a light beer. Are you saying they are incapable of enjoying a full bodied beer? Why don't you put them on Budweiser? Not, not, not Bud Light, but actual Budweiser. Um, well, I think that's just because that's, that's really weird. It's a that's joke. A, it's a joke. Okay. I don't actually mean it. Okay. I was thinking like, <laughs> that is such an odd <laughs> take. Yeah. I mean, like Bud, Bud Light has always been there. That's always been the brand that you, they've used for like advertising oh, yeah. and like Super Bowl commercials. And well, they, you... that's, that's the one they have quirky, quirky shit for. Oh yeah. Cause like Budweiser itself always just has that the kind king of, of beers. king of beers and like th- that's, queen of that's, beers. that's their marketing. Bud Light's always been the one that's had kind of the wacky, the wacky marketing. Yeah. And but they've also had commercials like, um, 
I think it was Bud Light or Miller Light where they did a cooking show. It's like, oh, you have to mix this beer with your recipe. And the guy just started doing a barbecue and drinking beer and hanging out with his friends. It's like, oh, it looks like he's making a, oh, it looks like he's just having a good time. It's quirky jokes. They were great. But I think if you look at like Anheuser-Busch and a lot of the brands that are underneath them. Yep. Budweiser, Bud Light, Stella Artois. There are brands that are... They own Stella? Flagship, yeah. I didn't know that. So there are brands that are flagship, right? So, like, mm-hmm. you, you, it's the way they're branded to people. So, um, Budweiser, right, you're going to... Their commercials and their advertising is, like, their... The horses. Yeah. Like, you know, those those types of horses. Like Clydesdales. Yeah. And, and that kind of advertising, right? They're marketed differently. Yeah, like Stella Artois is always kind of that very European, the very European sort of sort of uh, vibe to it. Right. It's always like a picture of some well dressed person in Italy getting it off the tap and a nice flute beer thing. Like, there's so many different vibes that they're going for in their marketing. Like, I'm yeah. I'm just confused as to like the backlash. Yeah, well, I I really like, do for, think like to Anheuser Busch itself, like it's just to me it's like. Well, everyone, everyone's trying to outdo each other with how much they can get outraged. It's like, oh, you're mad. Well, I'm more mad. Yeah. And every, okay. Every, you won't spend money on it. I'll spend a like I'll spend a hundred bucks on it and shoot it all with them with the machine gun. That'll the thing, teach them. Okay. He might not have spent any money at all. He might have already had it in his fridge because he's a rock star. Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah, he just yeah. had it. And he's like, I, I know. Fuck it's that. just a. It's one of those things where it's kind of like you got a like Travis Tritt's fridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, me and my buddy Travis, we, we combine forces. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it is an odd choice for, I guess, the demographic that Bud Light traditionally markets to. Like, yeah. I mean, in that way, I can see, like, I mean, you're trying to put a, you know, you're trying to put a square peg in a round hole. Yes. They are abandoning their demographic, their their actual crowd of people who spend money on their beer. And they're like, oh, this will make us look good 10 years down the road. I don't know. A lot of the, the stuff that I see about people being upset about it, it's not even that. It's not specifically that one guy. It's just like people are just tired of the agenda being shoved down their throat. Yep. And I think it's just, it It was the perfect timing. Nothing else going on in the, there's probably something really important going on in the news. UFOs. Yes. Yeah. Just, just UFOs. Yeah. I, at this, this point, at this point, I always assume when there's something like big hitting the news, I'm like, oh, they're covering up another UFO, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I, I think right now the all the backlash and the outrage, which is a cringy term because it's overused, but I think I it's believe, probably an apt one but, for this scenario, though. But yeah. the problem is, it also gives anyone who thinks opposed. Uh, is diametrically opposed to what you believe, it gives them ammunition to say, why are you so mad about this? And then when they turn around and be mad about something, we do the same thing. It's like, why yeah, are you mad about it's this? It's a never-ending pendulum like of like, like, we're upset about Aunt Jemima. We're upset about Bud Light. Well, it's like, you guys, you know, we're upset now about people kneeling for the thing. Now we're upset about this. Uh, uh, yeah, Roe v. Wade being overturned. It's, it's like, or people I mean, standing for the thing. I mean, some, like, <laughs> yeah, some that, of these things are part. important societal issues, like the abortion issue. Like, that's like that's that's a legitimately big thing. Yeah. But a lot of the, this other stuff is just 
And, and it's just virtue signaling. And I do think that's a very funny thing because there are people out there saying, "Why are you so mad about the Bud Light can?" It's like I don't know. What about Uncle Ben? What about Aunt Jemima? What about these other ones that you got so outraged about and you're like, oh, it's, it wasn't misrepresenting the people who were actually faces to that label. So you can't say the both, you can't say don't take, make it a big deal while simultaneously making it a big deal in different areas. Where I, there was better demographic representation of Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. That was like, hey, <laughs> no one was ashamed that it was, no one's like, oh, I'm not going to buy Uncle Ben's rice because it's a black guy on it. Nobody cared. They're like, it's good rice. I don't know if it's good rice. Don't care. I don't pay for the groceries. <laughs> but or look at it before it's made. Yeah. <laughs> I know people that have an Aunt Jemima's bottle. And do you know what they do? They grab the, um, what is it, Pearl Harbor or Pearl something, whatever it's called now. And they will That'd empty. That would be hilarious if they called it Pearl Harbor. It's like, that is. <laughs> it's Pearl something. <laughs> Just a Japanese guy on it instead. <laughs> <laughs> With a little jet plane going right towards yeah. the ocean. <laughs> this is doesn't That's, offend anybody. You know what? If they did that, I'd be like, you know what? You guys uh, are fucking hilarious. And I'm, I'm for it. It's Pearl Mill now. Yeah. Or Mill Pearl or something if like that. If, it will always, to me, now be Pearl Harbor. It's Pearl Harbor syrup. <laughs> so here, here they will empty the it. Pearl Mill into the Aunt Jemima bottles. Like, I won't, I'm never going to forget. So here's another thing. A lot of people who are more conservative leaning and want to maybe shelter their children. Now you got this on a can. You take take these cans out, put them in your fridge, and then your kids are asking, who's this person on the on the can? You don't want to have to go down that road and try and explain it to them. Yeah, because they're, they're, it's hard so, enough to explain to adults. So maybe part of the outrage is just leave, leave what I love alone. Don't make it political at all. But does that just play into our conservative leanings of wanting to keep things... The same. Yeah, I would say that that probably does play into our in, into our conservativeness where we're just kind of like, let things be what they are and, and move on. But I mean, like, what, let's just try and think, what kind of things do we do where we, you know, put stuff out there, like, on brands and be like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, if somebody, like, had, like, you know, like, uh... Uh, let's say Ben Shapiro socks. Yeah, ben, ben Shapiro <laughs> socks. <laughs> Jesus no. is lumber. Like it's uh, Jeremy's chocolates. What did they do? Yeah, Jeremy's, Jeremy's razors. razors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I mean, like it's not like we don't. It's not like we don't put things that that we like on like and market mark use it as a marketing tool. Yeah. Well, is there anything that you stop buying? Because, but here's the thing: for me, it's nothing for me not to buy Budweiser products. Yeah, absolutely nothing. It, it means nothing to <laughs> yeah. me because I already wasn't spending money there. It really, like their big hit is going to be for like bars not stocking it, and yeah. you know, stores not stocking. It. Like that's where the real hit is going to be for yes for the companies. But is there any product that you know of that you've actually pulled your money on that made a difference? Because I know that Budweiser was not always the king of beers, or whatever they am. Eh, what is it called? Something Bush. And Hooser. And Hooser Bush. Anheuser. They were not always the king of beers. There was another. I, I think it was called Schlitzer or something like that. Some other kind of beer, but they changed their recipe. Guess what happened? People didn't like it, so mm. they switched to Budweiser. It's like when they took cocaine out of Coke. <laughs> what a or or just changed time. the recipe of Coke. To oh new yeah. Coke. 
Like the when it went from, when it went from Coca-Cola Pepsi? to Coke, yeah, and people didn't like it and they reverted back. So, I mean, like, yeah, like dollars do change Yeah, what companies do. I mean, this, this is a little different than changing a recipe, though, because this isn't about the product itself. This is about the packaging it's in. Yeah. So it's, it really is a culture war thing. It's not a product thing. It's, this yeah. is uh, the latest casualty in, in this kind the of thing like is, cold I, war of ideals. I think it was an important one too, because I'm, I'm glad people are a little bit outraged. Good. You don't agree with it. Put your money where your mouth is. Stop drinking it. It was shit beer to start with. <laughs> yeah. And that's fine. I find, I don't really like, I obviously have opinions on stuff, but when it comes to like getting mad about stuff i'm just kind of over it yeah i think it's i enjoy it more for the the for internet the, the internet <laughs> the Let chaos the memes roll yeah. the chaos the memes and the entertainment yeah just yeah. sitting here with popcorn it's, just enjoying the view but i don't think you should laugh at the stuff on one end if the stuff that you yeah kind of hold dear or that's um, the thing. Want I'm, protective. If when you see that get made fun of, if you can't laugh at that, then I don't think you should laugh at the other stuff either. Yeah. Because there's funny people on both sides. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm at the point where I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't really want agendas being pushed on anything. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I think that's even biblical. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Right? It's, it's You're hard. You're supposed to let the way to... you live mm-hmm. show. Show, uh, but isn't that some level of an agenda to allow just your product stand on its own and your lifestyle stand on its own and be like, okay, I I live a life of integrity. I'm going to allow my product or my service live on that same level. And it's like, well, that's an agenda because you're now you're, so, you're convoluting yourself with your, your. What is? Let's try and pin down here. What's the difference between like this person being on a beer can and Michael Jordan being on Wheaties? Okay, I think a better one would be the um, Michael Jordan on sneakers and not speaking out about some things. Because Wheaties is one thing. They they put anybody who is a superstar athlete on Wheaties. He's mm-hmm. a superstar athlete. Signs yeah, yeah. a contract. He's fine. Nobody cares. It's so fucking I don't, rest. Okay, no, so no one's doing before, before we get to the whole Michael Jordan and not speaking out on things, like we're muddying the... I, I'm, I'm trying to pin down what what is the reason this person is on... The, the Bud Light can other than being transgender because like For there's one pl- year there's plenty there's plenty of transgender people they're yeah. not on the beer can why is this person on because they're an influencer because they're an influencer and they were they were a woman for a year okay, stop that's no stop, that's no, literally stop. no that's why they did I'm it I'm trying to I'm trying no. to pin down what other that merits what, there are no that's it what are the other merits or what that's it okay, how big of an influencer is this person like uh, how is they they are being held up by the idea they literally started a YouTube channel. This is I'm trying to explain it. I'm okay. not trying to convolute it. I'm not trying to be. They literally started a YouTube channel of woman, uh, my life as a woman or something like that. And he okay. is counting the days on the 365th day, which was April Fool's horrible time, to per, say I'm been a woman for one year. That is when they did it. Okay, so how much success is this person having as an influencer? Uh, as an influencer? Yeah. 
I think they're being propped up by both sides. They're being propped up. Hold on. Just hold what on. is the, what is just the facts, not the commentary. I know. That's I got what the I'm saying. The commentary is actually what holds it up. It has no actual influence. The the the, the attention that he's getting from the conservative media and the attention mm. he's getting from the liberal media are are, are both just echo chambering him into the stratosphere. He's done nothing. But yeah, except for like you go to Wikipedia, TikTok information. Yeah. 10.8 million followers. I don't know what it was before today, yeah. but still, that's a lot of followers. That's a lot of followers. 442.9 million likes on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's prob- probably because they, whether you're the demographic, there's somebody watching that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so why, why wouldn't a company see like, hey, there's a, there's a, a potential spike in numbers we can get from appealing to a demographic we don't have. But I mean, yeah, it backfires spectacularly, but why? The reason that they, the, the real reason that I see is the fact that all publicity is good publicity, good or bad. And so what's happening is the Democratic Party has literally brought this person in to do interviews with the president. In October 2022. Still. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, still, like, that's like, that's so much exposure. That's so much exposure that you can bring to your product. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, there is there is actual yes, value there no, they are in, being this per, in this person's, uh, you know, intellectual IP. There Sorry. is. Yes, there is. I just, I just think of the word intellectual and I... Okay, just with positivity. <laughs> Sorry, I'm good faith. You always, you always try, talk. You always talk I about am, being good faith. Where I'm is that today? Tr- I'm trying. The reason I don't believe this person is mentally well, and I think people giving him the attention that they are is not good for him. I think they are doing something horrible for both him and the okay, people around him. Okay, you could say the him. same thing about Donald Trump or yes, any. I agree. <laughs> I, I agree. Any, the any. people giving Donald Trump the attention that they are are disillusioned and need to let him shut the fuck up. Stop listening to him. He lost the election. He wouldn't shut up about it. And then he couldn't back it up when he said he could. There. Everyone happy? Now, with that being said, this person is sick and needs to shut... People need to stop listening to her, him, whatever they want to call him. Did you see him on The Price is Right? Well, you're not exactly in line with... Before he was ever... On, uh, on on mainstream media, he was on mm-hmm. The prices Right, going absolutely insane, looking for as much attention as she, they could. Kay. And it was not healthy. You could see this person was not well. Prices Right aside, mm-hmm. first significant role was as Elder White in the musical The Book of Mormon was... That's all right. I'm, I'm other, not mad at that. No, no, but so... <laughs> but. Just basically 2015 to 2020, before transitioning and stuff, there was other credits. There's other acting. They were somebody who's already in the entertainment industry. Yeah. So you, before all this happens, we so eight years ago, this person's already been yeah. acting, doing stuff. So to say that there was, it's they're being propped up only by the media in the past year. Okay, yeah, lots changed in the past year or two, but doesn't mean there wasn't some sort of influence before. They were on High School Musical. So all these things... Were they? Well, that's what this says. 
Okay. No, it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. So I, mean, like, I, just, I, I don't know so, because yeah, all, I don't all follow the, that, that. Yeah, all of that is personal branding that carries with it an audience and carries with it value but, that you can leverage into deals. So yes. High School Musical, like, like you don't, you don't add a theater. Because they, she also displaced Serena Williams in taking her place as a female spokesperson for Nike. Serena Williams, far better athlete, far more achieved, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. achieved something. I, 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 get, I get that. Like, I'm just, I'm trying to give as much as I can of the benefit of the doubt yes. to these companies. And it's not like, it's not like this person that's on the Bud Light can now. Like, they, they didn't. It's not like they were unaware of this. Like you yeah. don't think that you don't think that this person's got agents being like, oh, yeah. hey, like, hey, let's hustle, let's hustle this momentum we've got into some deals. Like this is free market shit. <laughs> like I yeah. mean, and goose goose is good for the gander. The free market backlash is also just as valid. I don't yes. like I don't like the hyperbole and 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 stuff like that. But it's yeah, like I don't. I just don't see what the big fucking deal is all around. And again, I'm not trying to be uh, outraged about this. I'm just saying this person needs help, needs less attention, and doesn't need to be propped up. Every famous person needs less attention. It's horrible for the soul. Yes. I think I see why. I can see the reason why some people would be upset about about it. Do I think it would be worth my effort to be that upset? No. No. Do I think it's worth my effort to laugh at shit that I see come across my phone since this has all happened. Yes. I'm going to open that up every time. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. It's because it's well, like, the, the internet is creative and they're funny. Does that mean... Look at Greta Thunberg. It's a perfect example of somebody who... Well, <laughs> someone who became a meme. <laughs> became a meme. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think if you're going to be... If you're going to be going down the road of where you're attention-seeking, you either have to keep ramping it up so that you stay relevant in today's society, or you will just become a meme eventually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you have to pour gas on the fire. Otherwise, you're going to go nowhere. It's like, I mean, that's one thing that we shoot ourselves in the foot with so much is we self-efface, <laughs> you yeah. know, and we don't we don't double down on things that will garner attention. Yeah. That is just one of the things in a social media world with algorithms and influence like mentality and all this stuff like that's what you need to do in order to succeed and expand your brand and this person played it to a fiddle to their own benefit. Yep. But like but like it's a huge whiff for them because they just fucked their their you know their their own audience but yep. it's like I can't blame this person for hustling for that deal. There, there is a rumor to say that they did it for ECG, ECG credits. credits. It's like they were trying, uh, what is it called? Environmental <sighs> equality kind of bullshit. I don't remember what it's called. EC, ECG, EC, whatever. They were trying to get more credits on the world forum or the world markets. I mean, saying. maybe that's got something to do with it too. I, I'm not entirely sure. That, I, I, like I said, rumors. But I don't know how much influence it actually has on the markets yeah. as they are right See, now. But it, but then if you look into that, like, you know, the West is literally the most liberal part of the world. So if you're already here and you're already a big player in the Western market, I don't think going deeper, if you were a good analyst, well, I'm not a good analyst, but if I was going to think about it, I don't even necessarily think that going more woke would be the way to expand yourself globally. Yeah. But 
you know, like most of, most of Asia, right? Very, very conservative. conservative. Africa, very yeah. conservative. Eastern Eastern Europe. It's really just this little bulb bubble of, but you know, but Western even, Western Europe, United States, even Canada. the UK is le- leaning more and more conservative because they've shut down some of their, uh, uh, what do they call it, gender affirming care. They were like, oh, this is doing more damage than good. They shut it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so even the, maybe even, you could even, say that's, that's a, maybe a small victory, but it's it's still you know in the general like they're still playing ball with the world that we live in. Yeah, they're playing. They're play, They're right, still playing with the. But also, I think the UK is also a weird one, right? Because you have such a huge uh, in. Influx of Muslim population. Yeah, which will which oh, will yeah. change it in a more conservative direction for sure. Yeah. Well, the Muslim, that's an interesting one. They are, um, what's the phrase I would use? Uh, progressively regressive. You see, um, it's it's against Muslim. This is from my understanding. It's probably not 100% correct. But they are against, trend, or, uh, against being gay. Can't be gay. But they'll let you do a, a surgery and, and turn yourself the other direction in order to, and you're fine. They'll they'll do genital they they will do genital yeah. mutilation, but they will not affirm your like they they will not affirm your homosexuality. I've heard that, but I'm not entirely sure how widespread. Like, because mm-hmm. like you know, like sometimes you hear like the you hear something cr- and it's <laughs> like it's like a pocket, a tiny pocket of yeah. a pocket. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah that goes in Iran. There's some there's some thinker somewhere that's like, oh, here's the way we do that, and there's a couple people that like sign on for it, but generally people are still just kind of sane. Yeah. Well, simultaneously they say things like women are for children, boys are for pleasure, and they'll they'll rape little boys. They will. There's like the something that was very common in the prisons around um, the the uh, military camps and stuff like that. They'd have, like, uh, people that were arrested who were Iraqi or Afghanistan, and they would rape boys. It's horrible. Like, they, they had to ignore a lot of things because they couldn't do anything about it because it was their culture. And it's horrible. It's really, really bad. Mm. So, not to be a downer, but it's hor- horrible, fucked up culture. And so when they when they try and talk about oh Western culture is so primitive, so primitive. Uh, I'm like yeah, how many boys that you know have been raped <laughs> that you, that you know about? Handful, maybe. Yeah, it's there. it's something about like those ex- extremely conservative spaces tend to hide that stuff to the point where it comes out in really bad ways. Yeah. Like it's like, you know, like really, really conservative Mennonite cultures or Amish cultures and stuff like that. Like the most repressed, so much sexual abuse happens behind those closed doors because they don't have sexual education. They don't know how to deal with their urges. Like it's, there's so much shame (laughs) involved that it drives it down and comes out weird ways. Right. Yeah. Like you, there, a cult, a society has to have a balance of understanding and education as well as law as well as order i th- think would be maybe well, the better word i don't even know if order is the right word but a little bit of justice <clears throat> i think justice is the right word like people feel like hey i can say something and i won't be shut down by my elders i won't be shut down by the people that are telling me 
or, or that I tell my story to. You, if, if you've been assaulted, you should not be shut down for speaking truth. Well, yeah, but, but it has, that's happened for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people, people who, people who perpetrate bad things will always crush that. Yeah. Like that's, it's, it's against, it's against their best interest to, to allow for speaking and stuff like that. Right. So they like, they were, they will be the ones that will push the moral code the hardest because that's in their interest to keep that shame and keep that. That uh, uh, that don't speak kind of mentality there, but yeah. just like I think it's still healthy to discuss on both ends, right? So we go ultra conservative. It's still important to discuss the problems there. It's also important to discuss the the things going the other way, ultra liberal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then and so we're at, we're at a point where. <clears throat> People maybe have reached that point where they go, just stop now. Stop with it all. Right? We've got the the Leah Thomas with the swimming. That mm. was a big thing. That was there, horrible. I was trying to oh, I was trying to talk to my kids about that stuff. I'm like, do you think a girl can beat a boy in sports? And I'm like, yep. I'm like, do you think a girl <laughs> I'm like really trying to give them a chance and be like, do you like no offense, but there is no rule saying that women can't be in the NHL. There are no rules saying that women can't be in the NFL, CFL, the NBA, none of it. Then why aren't they there? It's because they can't play at the same level. Should there be a division for them? Yes. They should be allowed to play because I believe in women's sports. But should a guy be but able to go in there there's, and there's fucking also, destroy them? There's also a level where you can have it mixed, right? Like, like... Playing hockey, playing oh. hockey, you know, in third grade, you know, with the the school oh, yeah. league there, like, yeah, you can have that hundred percent mix, oh, and yeah. it's not going to affect the level of play. Nobody said puberty, yeah. <laughs> like it's that that's a whole different thing. Yes, but do you know who beat the Australian women's soccer team? Like one of the best soccer teams in the world. A group of fifteen-year-old boys. Yeah, yeah, that that. <laughs> Like changes at a certain level, right? Yes. Like th- that does change to to a degree, like as soon as puberty hits. But what I'm saying is, like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I have no experience playing basketball. If I play one on one with the worst WNBA player, they're going to thrash my ass three ways from Sunday. Oh yeah, <laughs> like right, like it's it's not about gender. It's a it's a mix of it's a mix of physical capabilities and potential and practice. Yes. But they won't be able to dunk on you though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll make two of us. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> yeah. Yes. But they, they will be doing this for a living and they but, still be able Right. So I mean like what but, you but say wrestling. Wrestling you, would be a great example. Your size against a girl just as built mm-hmm. as you are. In a wrestling match I would probably do fine. If I was I'm, I'm but I'm talking to somebody who like knows what they're doing. You'd still do fine. I I would do fine for the most part if it was just brute force. Yes. But if we were doing jujitsu, like I could get gracied so hard, (laughs) right? Like, so when you say something like, do you think a girl can beat a boy at sports? It's a a fucking course they can, but you you know, that doesn't mean... To what degree? Yeah, at the highest level of each capability? Yeah, and that's 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 what I was trying to... And I think that's the point I was trying to make. And the thing is, I wanted to push my girls to understand. It's like, you may not be on the same level, but I do believe in you playing a sport. 
I just don't think you should go against somebody who is is ranked. Let's Le- Leah Thomas, perfect example of somebody who is ranked what two hundred and fifty something in their division in their state. And no, then, no, national. That was national. National. Okay, and what does he do? He turns around, goes against a bunch of girls, and now he's taking their scholarships. Taking yeah. scholarships. Yeah, yeah. No, that, oh, that's we're, we're that's, all in Yeah, I'm not. I'm, arg- I'm not I'm arguing with. I'm not arguing with on those points. I know. But I'm just saying, like, it's again, like speaking in absolutes. You know, yeah. leads to more confusion because then the thing is, you're I, denying abject truths in other areas. Yeah. The thing is, I was a mediocre basketball player, and I went against the captain of the girls' basketball team, and I whooped her. And that, that's nothing to say against her. She was very, very good. Like, she was phenomenal. She could do things that I couldn't do. But one-on-one, I, I won. Like, I'm, I'm mediocre at best. Now I'm old and I can't do shit. She's probably much better shape. But it is what it is. There are things that change it. So, I don't know. You seem spicy tonight. Mm. <laughs> I'm, the thing is, I'm trying to talk about how outrage is unnecessary and you need to calm down, use your dollars, and then you're getting me fucking triggered. <laughs> I'm trying to be like, no, stay calm, relax. That's, but, and I'm just sitting here like, <laughs> literally, like I said, it's not worth my effort to get that mad about it. But is it worth your effort to get Mike that mad about it? <laughs> yeah, because I find it hilarious. Well, that's the thing. You, actually, well, actually you, I don't think it is. Because me and Mike had this talk I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. We're even like my sister. I like. Oh, you can in you two can minutes trigger Amanda. I can in two minutes. I can get her t- like raging mad, mm-hmm. but like it's a conscious effort. Like it's not worth it. Yeah, just mu- knowing you can. As much as I find it hilarious, when she gets to that point. <laughs> okay, we're trying to make content though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring Amanda in. Get another mic. <laughs> we're just gonna watch Nathan just trigger Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh it's something to be said for getting mad about things that you don't need to get mad about. And, th- and one of the reasons I may have seemed triggered when it came to the 365 days of of uh, Mulvaney guy becoming a woman—that's literally what they did. They said this is for your one year of being a woman. It wasn't like I was trying to be provocative. I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to be. Con- I was like, yeah, no, yeah, this yeah. is literally but what again, it is. Again, you have to you have to think that her agents and shit like that are hustling hard for that. Like, okay, what are we doing to celebrate the one year? Let's you know reach out to this company, reach out to that company. What are we going to offer? Like, there's wheeling and dealing that's going. Yeah. It's not like Budweiser or Anheuser. Or whatever I don't the know. Fuck. It's not like they're just like. Oh my God! One year, can we put you on a beer can? Oh my God! Oh uh, my God! You like, see, I used to believe happening. that. I used to believe that, but then the um, what's that big uh, cryptocurrency one that went down? They had like Tom FTX. Br- FTX. FTX. Do you know who who, F- who FTX had on retainer? Like like oh, here's one of our sponsors, mm-hmm. Tom Brady. Tom Brady didn't know that it was a giant Ponzi scheme. Yeah, yeah, but like that's, so the very that's, fact that's, that they got agents upon agents working with people, and then nobody figuring out that it was a Ponzi scheme. I have a lot less faith in our system. No, no, but but I don't even think that's the same argument. That's like saying that FTX just started using Tom Brady without Tom Brady knowing about it. No, 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 no. Tom, Tom Brady knew yes. what he was. But that's get- what, but but the idea that smarter people than us are working on it. 
smarter than people than us. No, no, we're working with Tom Brady and I working said. with that. I didn't say smarter people than us well, were working like on it. I said, or I said this person has people hustling for deals for her, him or whatever. Like this yeah. Mulvaney is that the name? Uh, Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah. Okay. So Mulvaney has a team of people looking for opportunities, hustling to expand their brand. They kept at their whatever, name. It is Dylan. Yeah. At whatever cost, <laughs> expand your brand. Yeah. Like when you're trying to expand your brand, you're looking for deals, you're hustling deals. Yeah. And when your brand means social currency, it's really attractive for other companies to be like, you know what? I think this works. I think, yeah. you know. And they're and getting then, paid. Then they are get, getting paid. Then you get marketing people shooting ideas back and forth and be like, oh my gosh, this would be great. We have you the the anniversary on a beer can. <laughs> like, with, and like you can, like, I can hear that pitch meeting happening With that head. being said, we were literally joking about being sellouts for whatever bourbon would pay us to do. So yeah, I get it. <laughs> I do understand the, they're willing to give me money. Was it wise on on Anheuser-Busch's thing to do it? I don't think so. Probably not, but as far as Mulvaney goes, like, whatever takes the hustle yeah. hustle deal for they're, their brand. They're willing to pay? Like, they're playing the game. Alright. Respect. Respect D- to playing Dylan? the game. Fucking A. Good job. But I think, yeah, I think I think Bush, part of the problem too, right, is culturally and and politically it's, it's okay for brands to support somebody one way with a large following. Like, yeah. I just looked up Jordan Peterson on YouTube alone, 6.7 million followers. Yes. Well, nobody's reaching out to him to give him, put his face on, on a can. Because politically, on the other end... It would be disadvantageous, which... Yes. Yeah. In, yeah, but what would you put him on? I think you should go on a scotch. Oh, man, I could see... Uh, I'm trying to. I wouldn't a put suit, him on Bud Light because he's a suit company. A suit. Oh, they. There's a oh, guy making suits. Oh, was that Morris Roman or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> you know, a company like that could probably. But they're not oh. putting them. They're not putting them on a commercial on on national TV. They should. Yeah, but I think Morris could. Morris, fuck it. We we thought of it first. <laughs> Anybody from Morris hears this, they're like, "That's a fucking great idea." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, it's it's a shame that. That one one is socially acceptable and the other isn't, you know. And you know, maybe people would argue that one person, one person is provocative and one isn't. Well, I mean, this proves that that's not the case because yeah. this person, like Mulvaney, is was obviously very very provocative and it did damage to the brand. Da- damage, but the thing is, I I really do think they went the wrong direction. That was the wrong direction. Like I know they were just trying to. You know, create some traction. It created the wrong kind of traction. I don't know. Maybe it was one of those things where it's like high risk, high reward, like in, in their own mind, but it backfired. Like deals go sour. It yeah, happens. It is because I think some of the restaurants and regions that they were talking about how much they normally sell. And they were like, yeah, we sold two. Like we normally sell hundreds of these and we sold two in a night or whatever. Like they are losing so much. It's unfortunate. Oh, yeah, like the value of Anheuser-Busch dropped like $4 billion. In All right. I'm really tempted to buy stock now that it's just fucking plummeted because hopefully they make a comeback because I'm like, oh, That's this actually be not a the worst time. idea in the world. <laughs> It'd be a great time to buy because it, it's probably at a premium for price. It can't go lower. <laughs> kind of like investing is... in uh, <laughs> banks in Silicon Valley. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. so... 
on the same note, but in a slightly different flavor, what about like hockey teams doing pride night jerseys and stuff like that? Because that in, in, yes. in the NHL in the last few months, that has been, that's been a thing that has gone around and there's teams I, that have, again, it, have stopped and there's players that are boycotting, I think uh, you need warm to ups. Look, and, you need to look at your demographics. <clears throat> Who is your demographic? Who are you trying to... Not, not, I, the problem is, I think about another thing. Uh, what's more valuable, a new client or retaining a client? A new client. According, mm. to, bus- according to business things, they say a new client generates more revenue because they're, they're putting out for everything, right? Yeah, but is it, is it the thing with hockey is a new I client don't think, every, I don't ga- think every game? I every don't game think is a new- hockey is the same. I yeah. just in in terms of business, so, they they think of it that way, but when it comes to hockey, I don't think it's the same way. But your demographics retaining the people that you have, how many people are you going to lose with this Pride Jersey Month and players? There are players. This is something I really do appreciate about the uh, Orthodox Russians. They get some Orthodox Russians who are like, nope, this goes against my faith. And but it's not just really faith; it's also national law in their home country. Yes. So there's also that. So you, it's not it's not so black and white. Um, but wait. what I'm saying is the Christians of our country are just being a mat. They're like, oh, I got to do the nice thing. Oh, I'm getting paid. It's not all of them, though. I mean, like, there's that goalie from San Jose who's like, you know, a good old Canadian boy who's like, nope, not doing it. Yeah, yeah. but he's a Christian. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Is, so you can't just say all James Christians Ryan, on I'm our good. end of things are... Yeah, that's true. No, I, I was using a blank statement. But, I apologize. But you also have to remember, right, all these hockey teams, they are in in cities, large cities. Which Demographics are always, of large cities. Which are always different than what we think of as, you know... We, always left-leaning. Large cities are left-leaning, mm. right? That's a, that's what they say about Austin, right? Blue. That's right. Blue. Blue or red state with the bluest city. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, uh, and Edmonton and Calgary, Toronto, like those are all centers that even though oh, the Edmonton's area, a huge. Even though the areas around them are very very conservative, like the values in the city itself, with very the progressive. Are are yeah? Uh, that's. Like Edmonton is a very progressive city as it is. It's a shithole, but it's right? a progressive so, city. So the, these conversations are going around the office. They're 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 part of the city. They're part of the civic, the civic discussion. So see, do you think it's a little bit of an echo chamber of just looking at the oh, city, obviously. looking at the demographics, it, not actually looking at the the brand? I guess in our case, it would be province wide, but like at a larger spectrum, but looking at the immediate proximity of the people in the area saying, oh, all these people support it, so we're going to have support everywhere, and not realizing that that's such a small demographic of the the brand. Of the broader thing. I think it's probably some of that going on. And like, it's it's one of those things where in general, I think if they if they didn't do this, it wouldn't affect their bottom line at all. But the conversations are making it seem more important than it is. Like with our own with our own creative endeavors, right? We have so many people around us that are like, "Oh, we support what you're doing." Yeah. In theory, in theory, they, nobody they guys like me who are half podcast Pass, yes. passive listeners or, or just none at all. Like I, hundred percent. Like most of the people in our life that we thought would. Support what we're doing. Yeah, would support what we were doing or like translate their support into downloads or shares or word of mouth, stuff like that. 
never materialized. Yeah. The the illusion of the illusion of support or of people with you is so much greater than what the reality is. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is part of what's going on with with some of these agenda stuffs in like sports like hockey. It's like the ideas in the air and the people in the in you know in in these organizations are thinking that this is going to produce something that it isn't because the sentiment is there but the follow through isn't. Yeah. And I think I think it's And a good it thing. alienates the people that do have follow through. Okay, yeah. so so here's the thing. So whenever like Whenever you talk to people about when there's things like uh, things that infiltrate sports. So at first it was Colin Kaepernick, right? Yeah. For the anthem. How much of the outrage is because of what's infiltrating it? And how much is, of it is that just something is infiltrating? Because I think, especially so NHL, for example, since we use that example, you have, um, you have, I think it all started in a good place of hockey is for everyone. Inclusivity. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then now it's it's just incrementally going more and more to inclusivity now to this one demographic. Yeah. But so for me, like I huge hockey fan. I just want hockey to be hockey. I, I don't care. I don't care what color a person is. I don't care how somebody identifies. I don't care their sexual orientation. If they're a good hockey player, then they're a good hockey player. Yeah, there's, fucking play, there, right? there's no limitation on men and women or women who identify as men or men who don't. The thing is, you, whatever, it's, what, it's if, just, if you're, you're playing, already pigeonholing just to that. What I'm saying I'm, is it doesn't matter if you can play the game. I don't care what you identify as. If you're good at the game, you're good at the game. Yeah. You're in. Yeah, yeah. And so, and with Colin Kaepernick and, and the whole... Uh, racing on the football end like at what point is all are people just sick of the posture. the agendas the posture i think that are getting better. brought into it what how much of the and now you you take that to beer how many people are just like just let me have the beer that yeah I, like? I think in general it's a f- it's maybe not even about the lgbt thing or about like the the racial stuff i think at this point it's just getting Tired of agendas in general. Yeah, just play this. You can treat shut everybody up, shut decently. Shut up and dribble. Is that no yeah. matter? <laughs> yeah, you the can treat everybody is, decent. Yeah, you treat and everyone the way you want to be treated. The, the thing said, is, the thing is, for that. for a company like an NHL team, it's harder to actually be inclusive than it is to virtue signal. It's it's just it's way harder to live up to the virtue rather than it is to make a big deal about how virtuous virtuous you are. Yeah. Because like to to actually make hockey inclusive, it's you have to change a degree of culture down to like down to like children's leagues, you yeah. know, of making sure that but, but, parents are bringing their kids to it, that it's the people from all demographics are having the shot at it, or that even you know, or or, or, or even having it advertised to certain people where it isn't before, like that's it's a long term project to make <sighs> a thing like a sport more inclusive, and so they're looking at all that. They're like, wow, that's a lot of effort. We can just say we really like these people and this saves us a whole lot. <laughs> Let's uh, just make some jerseys. So I'm making this cringe face unintentionally, but I'm doing it. Um, did you hear what happened when they did the hockey place thing in Michigan where they let trans women 
play against women, play against men, play... It's like, just let everyone just go nuts. Did you hear what happened about that a few months ago? A trans woman went against a woman, essentially, and put her into a concussion and, like, re- like fucking yeah. wrecked her. Uh, okay, so... So, this, this, what, this, so this, what I was just saying there, I, in my mind, I was thinking like making sure natives get the chance, oh, like uh, having like having you know people from because like I mean it's like let's be honest, like if if it wasn't for a couple people that you know for, around the league, you'd be like, wow, white people really like <laughs> hockey. Yeah, but <laughs> you know they do, they do, they it's, do. It, it skews to our demographic because it's popular in northern countries. Yeah, I mean, that. That is the reason, but like you can you can work harder at making it more available to people of various other people groups. Yeah. Like what's I'm not that, I, that Montreal guy that was really really good. Um, Le- George Larocque. Yeah, Larocque. I know. He was really awesome. good. Larocque, like, I love like the Oilers had Larocque and Anson Carter. Like yeah. those two guys were fucking awesome hockey players. Yes. Right. Um, Gilna. In oh yeah, fucking amazing! I'm yeah, sorry, he was an amazing player. I don't care what color you are. Oh, yeah. You can be good at hockey if you want yeah. to be. And so, I mean, like you can. What I meant by inclusivity in the sport was making more of that happen. I didn't mean having people of different sexual orientations beating on each other because it's a physical ass sport. Yeah, it's a that's very not. Physical yeah, that's sport. not what I meant. So thank you for pointing that out. All right, I, and I wasn't trying. I'm like, okay, um, there, yeah, like, yeah, because I'm because I was missing it because I was making a broad sweeping statement, and the world right now is so <laughs> nobody, fucked up. Nobody that- does that here. Nobody <laughs> makes broad sweeping statements. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. The world right now is so fucked up that like when you say something, it's like there's like seven. It's like a hydra, right? You cut off oh. one head, and like seven other pop out of its neck hole, <laughs> and you're like. Oh, there's so many pratfalls and issues. <laughs> it's why why does it suck so much? Speaking of white people who like sports, um, is is your team in the playoffs? Yeah, frick yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is a chance. That our, <laughs> there is, however, a, so his, slim. His there is a in. chance that our two teams will play each other for the, the slimmest, Stanley Cup. The slimmest. You're of chan- Toronto. I'm Oilers. As somebody who believes in evolution, I believe there's a chance. <laughs> but frick, man, like you it's guys, so small. You, I the, believe in evolution East, more than I believe in my team making it to the finals. That whole Eastern Conference has to get through Boston, who just had like Fuck a it. killer year. On on the, the long, the most win streaks in NHL or no, the most wins in NHL in history a season. Yes, in a season they in just NHL. crushed it all year long. It's like, <laughs> e, like. The thing is, I know my team's not playing Boston first round, so like, I'm good. Whoever whoever winds up playing Boston in the first round, of the, I hope I hope they just it's accept Tampa? that. The, I hope that they can just accept that they're going to lose it's and beat the shit out of Boston. Just just physically physically just beat wreck the shit them, out of them. wreck them for the next round. <laughs> what do you got? What I got here is: Did you know, in the past fifteen years, former Amazon CEO Jeffrey Bezos has spent more time in outer space than the Toronto Maple Leafs have spent <laughs> in the second round? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> oh, that's an amazing statistic. <laughs> oh, wow. oh! Thank you for that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Say what you want. <laughs> I th- I was hoping you would like have like oh this is who's playing uh, Boston in the first round <laughs> nope nope fuck Toronto <laughs> just putting it out there <sighs> okay all right let's move on to phase three of what tonight's. was phase three phase three is 
two things you're into right now. Ben Shapiro, every podcast, is a thing I like and a thing I hate. Yeah. And it always annoys me because the, th- the thing he hates is just the same kind of talk that he does the entire rest of the podcast. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, okay, the let's... grasping for content while yeah, simultaneously like, talking. The whole, the whole podcast of Shapiro is things I hate. <laughs> so yeah. when he does that game where he's like, here's the thing I hate and the thing I like. And the thing he <laughs> likes is really distinctly different from the rest of the podcast. And then he gets the thing I hate. And it sounds just like the rest of the podcast. The thing is, I'm surprised he hasn't brought up the Jack Black Lizzo on Star Wars. I don't... You know, that's Sorry, a, what? That, you just said a whole bunch of words together that made no sense no, in order to they me. did. It's they did make sense. Okay, so you have to explain. <laughs> I'm surprised that, J- that, that Ben Shapiro did not bring up as something that he hates. But I guess it's the Easter holiday right now for him. Or Passover holiday. Yeah, yeah. So he has not been online for the last, like, three days. But... Did you know Jack Black and Lizzo were on the latest episode of The Mandalorian? Okay. I have a question. Who's Lizzo? An amazing flutist who is slightly overweight. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm tracking with you now. All right. (laughs) Anything to say about that? Slightly is a term. (laughs) It is a term. Okay, question. Does this person make Jack Black look light, or are they of the same ilk? Slight. (laughs) This person makes Jack Black look slight? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Anyways, I'm sure it'll make so, it on the things I hate. He so just what hasn't they, been were, like, engaged. Was, was this flutist playing Jabba the Hutt then? <laughs> <laughs> she could have. Definitely in the Cantina band. <laughs> no, she is an actually amazing... In, in, in the show, she is not playing the flute, but in real life, she is actually a very good flutist. Is it, okay. Is that flute, flutist? So is Terry Crews, but he wasn't on The Mandalorian. That's right, unfortunately. Uh, she is a big woman who sings... What's the, what are some of her so songs? What's the, so what's the issue, Being having these people on uh, The Mandalorian? Just like two people who are put on it because... I, I have no issue because, one, I haven't watched the entire season. I haven't watched any of it because I don't care enough. There's too much... There is too much Star Wars shit. I haven't watched anything past the first yeah. or second season of Mandalorian. I think it's more they were on there because of who they are, not because of... Their fandom. They are not acting. So it's, it's a cameo. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. they weren't, like... They Star- weren't adding to it. There were... They have had celebrities on it who have actually added to it while simultaneously they were fans. Like, like Mark Hamill. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> no, <just kidding>. perfect <laughs> example of somebody who, no, he's not a fan. I don't think he watched a single episode. Uh, okay, well, I mean, like, I mean, like Brad Pitt cameoed in in Deadpool too as as the as the invisible guy. It's, he did it because he's friends with with Ryan Reynolds. And if you were if you were friends with Ryan Reynolds and he let you have a two second cameo, you'd do it. You'd take it. I mean, so. <laughs> Like, I don't I know. Also I also cameoed I was, in again, Deadpool 2 I don't as the Invisible Mute guy. I'm just, that's the only reason you haven't seen Ben Shapiro talk about it. <laughs> What'd you say? I missed it. <laughs> I said, I also cameoed in Deadpool 2 as the Invisible Mute guy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. The I, was fact there. That I was in three scenes as I the was, Invisible Mute Man. The <laughs> fact that they didn't put me in the credits just you know, draws attention <laughs> to their attention to detail. They were committed. They were committed to the character. It was... It was very method. Oh, uh, super method. I wasn't I, even there. <laughs> I, w- I didn't even show up for it. <laughs> I've actually steered away the past couple months from political podcasts, mainly just due to the 
the fact of being so negative, especially on the conservative side. The thing is they're projecting negative, too. They're, like, looking for everything negative all the time. And I'm inundated. I I am listening every single day. I haven't stopped listening, but I'm a very positive person. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I almost spit out my whiskey. I am a positive person. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I am positive. Fuck you. <laughs> we we have a standard that must be kept. That's why, oh. Yeah. You laugh a lot, but I think you're quite cynical. Oh, That's great. I'm hyper cynical. I'm actually, yeah, I'm trying to work on it. It's not going too well. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> oh, what am I consuming? What are you consuming? What's, what's, what's your yeah, go-to? What, what are you into? Um. One thing. Actually, one thing I've actually been listening to a lot is the Julian Dory podcast. Okay. It used to, it used to be called about Trendifier. That. And he he's out of New York, I believe. But he's just, like, well-connected, and he has, like, all these guys on that are, um, like, XCIA guys and different things. And, he's yeah, it's pretty interesting. They okay. They just talk about everything. Hmm. Um. Some of it I don't agree with, but the conversations are usually so good that, like, you just put up with some of the stuff, right? Like, yeah. if it's too much stuff <clears throat> you, you, you just that you don't agree with, then you don't enjoy listening to it. But yeah, yeah. You need, a, you need a certain amount of common ground, right? You can't yeah. have too much daylight. Yeah. Otherwise, you just miss each other. Yeah. Yeah, I stumbled upon it probably a year and a half ago, and then recently just started listening to it more, which nice. is pretty good. I drive a lot for work, so... Mm-hmm. It it helps. It helps yeah, pass the yeah. time. So that that's one. All right. So I, that's one. What's the what's I'm, the thing? I was going to turn it on you. No, what's the thing you like? What's the thing uh, you like? You do? The thing is, I'm I'm a big movie, TV show, like gritty series, and I just finished whatever's available on uh, Disney Plus for the Mayans because I love MC shit. But I'm starting to realize that it's Sons of Anarchy too. So do you like it or not? <laughs> the thing you like no no you said consuming what are you consuming and it's what i consumed i finished it and oh, also okay. sorry i what i meant was like it's, oh, it's supposed to be two th- it's supposed sudden. to be two things you like like it's the opposite of shapiro's the thing you like and the thing you hate it's two things Just you like whatever i like yeah um, it's like what's something that you're enjoying right now uh transport uh no <laughs> it's, a joke. <laughs> it's a joke like like I just working on cars? On yeah, YouTube? transmissions, uh, automatic, <laughs> standard, uh, manual, however you want to put it. Uh, <laughs> ah, what do I, I... Wow, I have been just consuming nihilistically or negatively. I finished uh, the last two seasons of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Again, great show. Mm-hmm. I know the end of thirteen season thirteen was kind of shitty, but th- because of the character arc that they pushed at the very last episode, the show was very funny in a dark, horrible way. So I like it. Um, thing I like. You just said. Yeah, you, you just said. It's always it's so. Oh, yeah. Sunny. I gave you I was looking for a second thing. I don't okay, know why. Yeah, you can I just think about it. We'll come back. To into the second <laughs> thing. <laughs> All right. What What is something that you've been consuming that well, you like? Uh, today, new Metallica album came out, and what? I'm really happy about it. Hmm. Yes. What, what What does it sound like? It It's different than the last couple. The last couple have been like 
This is kind of like faux aggression that you can like really see through. This one's a country album. <laughs> 100%. It's still like it's metal, it's like right still there. Aggressive. They're country, Metallica. Aggressive. It's it's different. Like it's like it's a little bit like their first album that was like very like I mean super old, like 1983, right? But they more thrashy or what? The songwriting is like the really quick simple riffs. Fun album that's not overly progressive or over like overly aggressive. It's it, but it also knows its age. All of those guys are like sixty years old. <laughs> it's crazy how old they are and yeah, how they're getting up there. Good they sound for how energetically they play, and I'm just really happy with the album. I think it's it's something that I would put on while drinking beer and smoking cigars in the backyard. Now, sort of how thing. how long before the Metallica? Before Metallica is like Rolling Stones, a bunch of old guys on stage attempting to rock out. And what type of beer? <laughs> <laughs> Bud Light. It's on sale. Whatever I have in the fridge. <laughs> uh, I ran out of yeah. beer. I'm, I'm really mad. Yeah, not just, I, I was really happy with it. I'm like, okay, like this, this sounds really, really good. It's, it's heavy without being dark and it, it's the, uh, yeah, it's it's good old man rock. Hmm. I'm I'm vibing to it, so I was really happy that I came out today. So that's the thing I like. Might have to give it a listen. I listened to NF's new album. It's all right. I don't know why, but it's not quite the other ones. But it's got some good tunes. I listened to that one like three times. How now. do you say like? I hate saying NF because it's just two letters. I I'm know. Like, how do you pronounce your name? Sniff. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, Never that heard of her. Like, you know, <laughs> at, least, at least at least at least Eminem took Eminem and like put the vowels Ex- in between them, vowels, like, added the vowels so you could pronounce vowels. it. And everybody else was already like used to Eminems. <laughs> Everyone loves Eminems the best. Uh, with that being said, I, I I have found myself using an F as a a point of contact for some people where if I mention him, I'm able to open up conversation that I may not otherwise have. Do you like therapy rap too? Yeah? All right. No, there's people who are like, man, his albums really trigger me. I'm like, well, they don't trigger me, but hmm, interesting. And then... <laughs> it's therapy rap. for Oh, it is for, for other people, but not for me. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I didn't have mommy issues. I didn't have these things. I just enjoy some of his songs. But now my neighbor's coming to church on Sunday, so fuck it. I don't care. Cool, cool. <laughs> All right. right. Second thing that you're that you're into right now. You don't have to answer. Just because somebody asks. We're not cops. Do you know that's something? Cops ask you a question. You have an option of not answering. They don't like it, but you're oh, like, yeah. you I know that. not answer. I wish other people in our club knew that. It's like there's certain people I'm like, shot the fuck oh, up. Just no talkie. You no talkie. Uh, where are you going tonight? None of your fucking business. I, uh, because I am a night owl and my, the rest of my household is not, <laughs> I, I quite enjoy the video games. Uh, but. What's your, what's your game? What's your, what's your going Call to? Call of Duty. Or oh. NHL. But I only typically enjoy it when. I'm do I'm playing it with people I know. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't I'm not like a huge fan of just going on doing stuff by myself. But like, like my 
our other brother-in-law. Yep. And my sister. My cousin-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. But that yeah. got weird. You know. Yeah, you know. Small town all there. Uh, what Did side we, of the aisle are we sitting at yeah, on this wedding? Didn't know. So Didn't yeah, know. Basically that and then like playing music, right? So. Which. Which is good. But those are my. Yeah, you got a, you got a show tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah, where are you playing? This won't yeah, be I, out. Like, this will be out like way after the three fact. weeks. Private, private. It's just a birthday party. Oh, a private yeah. gig. Nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, at a house that you guys built, actually. Rather large one. It's in a, town. It's recently. Fucking. Realtor. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Marky Mark. We yeah. just say Mark or Mark. He yeah, doesn't so listen. Nobody else listens. So nobody yeah. fucking listens. It's, it's a birthday party at his place. There right is on. there is something to be said. Okay, so we had somebody listen recently to our podcast who didn't know it was us when he started listening, and they were like, "Hey, Devin, tell us how you really feel." <laughs> I I don't know why, but I always feel like I, we've made it when friends of ours end up listening to our shit, not knowing that it's us. I don't know why, but... How like, often does that happen, though? To me, it's happened once. Once? The one, the one you're talking about. <laughs> the one I'm talking about. But the very fact that it happened, like, they didn't listen to it because, oh, this is my bros, or, oh, these are guys I know. And he's like, oh, a... I think it's probably because one of us shared it, and he's like, oh, something that says ACAB. I'm checking that out. Yeah. Which, which I don't know. I'm happy that somebody is listening, not even out of spite, but just, you know, listening... Yeah. That we know that didn't do it because of us. Because it's one thing to have somebody listening because of us. Yeah, like family members who have to download <laughs> to the <laughs> Just, just right. check you at family barbecues. Like, Mike, you said this Shame thing. support. And fuck you. You don't say that. You're too nice. Yeah, all the barbecues are at my house. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no, so they haven't. We have not had a barbecue bar- at your house yet. Yeah, my kid's birthday. I haven't. What? I I must have missed we that. We moved in in August. My kids had their birthday. You were oh, there. Oh, we the right. Deck. We had hot dogs. Yeah. That doesn't so, count. Smokies. <laughs> Smokies. That was a while ago. Yeah. What's another thing you're into, Mike? Uh, second thing you like. Uh, I know I mentioned a third with a second with an F, but that doesn't count because... That was a backhanded... It was a backhanded, uh, like... like cat, cat. You're like, I listened to it. I didn't like it as much. Honestly, the more I listen to guys like uh, Fifth Column... But the problem is I, do, I haven't subscribed to their shit, so I don't get their daily. But I think if I got their daily, I'd, I'd appreciate it less, like I do with the uh, Daily Wire one. I appreciate it less because I'm like, oh, it's just always there. I listen to Jordan Peterson a lot less. It's strange. I have an entire library, and I'm like, I don't have time. Uh, fifth Column is something I really, really enjoy. It's it's a left, slightly left, I want to call it slightly left-leaning podcast that they're just very good. I appreciate it. And not being on Facebook. You ever find yourself, like, dumb scrolling? Like, you're not actually looking for anything. You're looking for something of substance from your friends, and there's nothing there anymore. It's empty. Doom scrolling. Check your inbox. <laughs> <laughs> I I do get oh I get some great TikTok reels or whatever they're called from Nathan that are just great. But believe it or not, I don't send you things because they're too offensive. That's, yeah, that's fair. There are so many things that I'll send Devin that I don't send seriously. You. Yeah. Oh wow, what's happened to me? Like the um, the Sesame Tree uh, Siamese twins. Yeah. 
That one was messed up. It was messed that up. That was... I'll show it to you later. It's well, weird. Yeah. It's messed up. Yeah. yeah, it was messed up. I didn't it's laugh. It's TikTok worthy. It's on TikTok. Yeah, I, I know, I, but there's. I think there still should be something said about guarding yourself. Yeah, yes. it, it was. It was a thing that you sent me, and I'm like, I cannot believe I just watched that all the way through, waiting <laughs> My, for yeah. a punchline, and I felt, I felt a little dead inside. <laughs> Violated. I was like, this was a good troll. It was a good troll. The funniest thing about it was the fact that you sent it to me, and I watched it. And, yeah, it's like, yep, he got me. Mind yeah. I sent you the duck hunt. You did send me the duck hunt, which is why I want to send you the tr- <laughs> 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 Anyways, yeah, my, my inbox is full of people sending me stuff. And then one, I have this very innocent old dude who is a church founder of many churches, not one church or two, like many churches, that keeps inboxing me shit. Like, I don't think he understands how Facebook Messenger works, but he's like, I'm going to continually send him stuff, like random thumbs ups, because... <laughs> random thumbs, thumbs ups. ups! Not even kidding. Oh my gosh, that would be so funny to do to people. And he sends me stuff in French, because he's from Quebec, and I, I don't speak French, but I'm like, he sent me something on Easter, so I'm going to assume whatever he sent me had to do with Easter. I'm like, yeah, happy Easter to you too. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so I have those people, and then I got Nathan. Which I appreciate. Yes. All right. <sighs> number two. All right, number two. Uh, okay, so a little out of the box from what we've been talking about. I went to a Good Friday service last Friday. Yeah. And it was, I liked it. It was it was an ecumenical one. And I was surprised because sometimes ecumenical stuff can get really weird. Like when everybody's like, we have to. <laughs> When, when everybody wants a piece of the pie to make it their own thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just really, really pleased that everybody set aside their idiosyncrasies just to do something that was normal. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is good. But the the thing about it that, won, that, that actually won me over, made me smile, was the Lutheran pastor who happened to be up there to, to introduce, like, doing the Lord's Supper. And because... Is ecumenical. They wanted to make everybody feel comfortable, so they had a line for people that wanted grape juice and a line for line for people who were gonna take wine, like so, you should. And <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask how many times you went in the wine his, line. His, and his line was, yeah, it's like this one's and, for the Christians, and, and this one's and for the. He's a, no, he's a he's a, a South African fellow. So he's got a very yeah, thick yeah, African oh, yeah. accent. He's a good guy. It's like. And we at the the Lutherans, I can't do the accent. No, that's like a <laughs> horrible accent. It's like a Russian one. <laughs> it's, it's more the, yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, we, uh, it's like, we, we have wine. He's like, praise God. <laughs> you know, like that was his line. It's like, but but we do wine. Praise to be Jesus. And then, <laughs> then went on with it. It's just that, that little dig. And I'm like, I like you. Yeah, I remember meeting him. Yeah. He was a good dude. I, what, Uganda? Yeah, you got it. Maybe that was it. Yeah. So in place a Uganda accent. In my in my mind, I can hear his accent. You can, but I can, horrible I ass. cannot <laughs> make my mouth do it. But he didn't sound like Groot. Just no, no, he didn't sound like Groot. Yeah. Uh, there yeah. was something that happened. We, the we other will day. have wine. Praise be to Jesus. Now, <laughs> that, that was the that was the best thing that I you that I heard. Praise be to praise Lord. Be to, <laughs> praise be to the Lord. Oh my. <laughs> Sorry, I can't do it. 
He's so Still, bad. it was a great line. It made me happy. That's, oh, a, that's the second thing I like. Now, there is something that you... Okay, we were playing... Um, you remember Trial by Trolley? Yeah. You remember the card that says... Um, the no. last book of the Bible... Hold on. All the cards are the same. Like They always get played. The last book of the Bible written by God to fill in the loopholes. There's like this one oh, card okay. we got. We got to set this up for the listener. Okay, so go ahead. There's a game called Trial by Trolley. In it, you have two tracks, and the person who's being the tri- the trolley conductor has to pick which track they're going to run over, a person or thing. And each team has to argue for their side to live and for the other side to die. Yeah. So one of the cards that is laid down to save your side is a card that says it's the book of the Bible that God wrote himself that fills in all the loopholes and makes sense of all the things that don't make sense. So my argument for this thing is so there's one team arguing for it, another team arguing against it, and Devin was arguing against no, you no, were I the was trolley the, master. I was the trolley master. He was the trolley master and I was arguing against the book of the Bible that fills in all the plot holes. And I'm like, the Bible says, do not add to it. And then I had to, like, divert to, like, anything else. Like, I'm looking at other parts of the track to, like, um, say, this is the reason, this is the reason. I don't remember my argument. But I do remember Devin's justification for running over the last book of the Bible that fills in the blue holes. Oh, yeah, I ran that shit over. And he's like, I don't like being proven wrong. Because <laughs> I said, it takes no faith. To have all these loopholes filled, that's what it. This is what it takes. It's fine. That meant that meant nothing to me. I didn't want to be proven wrong, and I'm not going to give God the chance. So. And, then, <laughs> and then we're talking afterwards. Like, could you imagine if you found out it was grape juice over actual wine? <laughs> <laughs> it's always it always was grape juice, guys. <laughs> like, you drunken hillbillies. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's that's so funny. Oh. <laughs> We had a good time playing the game on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's a great game. All right. Well, let's wrap it up, guys. Let's fucking wrap her. I'm not even going to play the outro music anymore. I'm just going to end her. We did that on one of ours, and it was it went great. Mm-hmm. Is All it good. the same as the intro music? It's it really same. is. 100%. I'm, I'm going to go out of my way to create a file that actually has me talking over the outro music. Or you could just sing the outro music. <laughs> There's no words. You just gotta go bow now 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 I'm just gonna let it play. Go ahead. Bow nope. Music has been brought to us by Kirk the Ripper Wells of Liquid State Audio. He is the artist producer in the mixing engineer. Thank you from the blue collar philosophers. Bow now now now.